The following podcast features discussions of an adult nature. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Aftercare, the short-form version of coming and other stuff you should know, but focusing mainly on topics that relate to still sex. So hopefully everyone's doing really well. The reason why we're doing, I'm doing an Aftercare episode is mainly because we are prepping for a really fun episode that I'm very excited for you to hear, which will come out next week. But something just happened to hit the noggin that I thought was very important to talk about, and I think it was perfect that we could talk about it here on on Aftercare. So the major thing that I wanted to talk about was the whole conversation around Billie Eilish. So obviously, if you are Billie Eilish or aware of Billie Eilish, uh, she is a young woman. She's now 18, but when she was younger, probably around 14, 15 is when she rose into prominence, but she was always known for wearing baggy clothing. That was her main shtick, her main deal. And the reason why she didn't want to do that was because she was a fucking child and did not feel like being sexualized by adults for no reason. And here's the thing. I totally get it. And even I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I totally get that. My thing is that she even was like really good at the way she dressed and the way like she wore colors and the what she wore was really great. And I think it really suited her. And I really thought it was a unique way of doing clothing, especially for the fact that, you know, there are people who do get sexualized, especially young women. The younger women get sexualized almost immediately. If we look at like Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, that was always just a consistent that I think Billy did not want to deal with. And honestly, I commend her for it. I think it's really great. Now, the reason why we're now talking about Billie Eilish is because recently she was with British Vogue where she actually did like, she kind of took ownership and took a really great photo shoot that involved her in a corset and, you know, and very um, revealing a lot more skin than she's used to showing or that she was comfortable with showing to the general public. And she waited until she was 18. There are a lot of people who don't necessarily, who are kind of like, you know, why do these girls feel the need that they have to do this? And, you know, and the way that they take ownership is they, they show skin. The thing is, is like for years upon years, when a girl is young, she's immediately sexualized and is immediately made to feel like she has to wear scantily clad clothing. She has to be, you know, always the girl that guys want in that kind of shit. And I think that Billy is someone that did not want that. I actually think that she still is like that, but she's owning herself and saying, yes, this is how I'm going to dress, but you do not have permission to ogle me the way you did with other people. And the thing is, is like, I definitely think she took the right steps. She chose when she wanted to do that. And especially with this new album coming out and this new song called Your Power, I I am like, bitch, you better work and own and own yourself and own all of that and keep it going and really get this shit going. Cause I think it is 
commendable for these young people younger than me because I'm like I'm almost 29 I'm 29 in June that like really own themselves and do these great things that I'm shocked or even like me when I was younger just never did and I have to commend them for that of like taking ownership for themselves and saying you know this is great I'm glad that you I'm proud of the fact that I can be who I want to be and dictate how I want to and not be dictated by someone else, which I think is great. And I, I'm, I'm shocked. We don't do this more, if that makes sense. Um, just, you know, leaving fucking people alone. And if they, if they invite you in, then that is your permission. But until then you leave them the fuck alone is basically what you do. That was something that was very important. And if you have not seen any of the photos on her Instagram, please do, especially the more recent ones. Uh, they, I guess she broke some records. Like those photos from British Vogue that she posted like hit millions in like six minutes, and which has never been done before. So I'm very happy about that. I'm very glad that that's a thing. And we need to keep that kind of narrative going, especially in the realms of like sex and stuff like that. Like let kids be kids, fuck adults, fuck consenting adults and leave kids alone and let them discover themselves. Cause you know, when it, when it's their time, they will come into it. They will find themselves and allow themselves, give themselves permission to do that. So don't fuck kids stay the fuck away from kids. And not only that, fuck consenting adults. Just thought I'd point that out. But going into another topic that I, on the flip side of things, that I think is very important is the whole thing around James Charles. Now, the last time we did an aftercare episode, we had brought, talked about David Dobrik and how that was a major thing and about voyeurism and stuff like that. And how I openly said that I was a voyeur, but you have to, there has to be consent still. So we're going to talk about James Charles. Oh my God. You didn't think we'd be talking about that fucking weirdo on this show, but we're going to. And the reason why I'm going to is because just because you are popular and well-known on the internet and you get all these fucking brand deals and all this shit and people know your name and know who you are does not give you the permission to talk to whoever the fuck you want. No, no, that's not what's happening. So this all started kicking off. Essentially, if you're not familiar with the internet, basically James Charles is someone who does makeup. He is, um, he, his biggest claim to fame is he was uh, brought onto the Ellen show because apparently he got his, uh, senior class photos retouched or he was, uh, he asked to take the photos again and he brought his ring light and they took photos that way. Apparently we found out that he actually photoshopped said photos, but moving on has since become very problematic. Has said some very detestable shit. And, and then, uh, about a few years ago, a couple years ago, actually, he, someone by the name of Tati Westbrook comes out on this video and alleges that he basically is a predator and he all through this, basically, um, he would harass or basically trick these straight guys into like sleeping with him and trying to hook up with him, which wasn't the case. Um, and he denied it. He had screenshots. He really tried to like fucking silence everybody. 
out of nowhere, it becomes um, brought out into the world that apparently, allegedly, James Charles was communicating with minors on Snapchat and and getting and getting very sexual with these individuals who do not have the mental capacity nor the legal capacity to consent to the conversations that were being had. And since then, not only has James Charles come out and said, yes, he did. And that, or that he had, he didn't know their ages or he was told they were over the age of 18. And then he figured it out or found out that they weren't. And then he stopped immediately talking to them. But then he actually admits that he fucking did it. And the thing that bothers me is the fact that these fucking people think that they have so much power and so much money that they can get away with whatever the fuck they want when in fact that's not the case. You committed a crime. You apparently have sent images of yourself, allegedly, images of yourself to these minors. Not only that, apparently, allegedly, you also have images of these minors nude on your phone, which would then mean you have child pornography and you are, in fact, breaking the fucking law. It astounds me that even now, even with the internet and the way that it is that with all these restrictions being put onto it or things like that, that these people apparently cannot be touched. At what point do we change that narrative? I would love for that narrative to change. I would like to see some people get arrested for the shit that they have done. I mean, David Dobrik is one thing and David Dobrik, granted David Dobrik, what he did was or he's admitted wasn't necessarily illegal. Granted, there are some other things that he could probably get arrested for, but James Charles literally broke the fucking law. And it, it baffles me that these kids' innocence are taken from them because some fucking like 21 year old or however old he says he is, was quote unquote desperate. That is exactly what he said on this fucking video where he admitted that he had been communicating with these minors. At, like, what is it about these fucking kids just is like, ooh, that makes me all hot and bothered and horny and I wanna fuck that. I don't wanna fuck that. I'm sorry, I would rather fuck a, a consenting adult who has the mental capacity, knows exactly what they're getting into, and won't be mentally fucking scarred from it. Now, granted, now some people who have had these situations, I don't know. I'm going to go under the assumption that some people who may have had these certain experiences may not have gotten fucked up, but a lot of people do. And it baffles me why these fucking people, we keep seeing them come in and over and over and over, but yet for some fucking reason, we don't learn why it, that's not okay. And even worse, some of the brands that he was working with were still fucking working with him, even though he openly admitted that this shit happened. So there's a big, huge like disconnect going on here with the real life people who break these fucking laws and literally get killed for the shit that they're doing, especially against these fucking minors. 
compared to the people on the internet who don't even get a who don't even get fucking arrested who basically make an apology and assume that they're going to be let off scot free i'm sorry at what point do we need to start arresting people and charging them for actually committing these crimes and setting a fucking example i think in my head that james charles needs to be arrested and needs to be the test subject for that and say, hey, fuckers, you mess with kids when you are a, an adult, when they can't consent, you should be arrested. You're going to be arrested. Does not matter if you are well known on in the fucking public or even in the Internet. You are going to be arrested. You are going to be held accountable for the actions that you have done to these kids. Like, I can't fucking believe it. Like, I, like, here's the thing. I love this podcast, and let me be completely honest. I am a porn addict. I love sex. I just want to get fucking railed. Um, to quote Doja, I feel like fucking something, but nothing about messing with kids. Nothing. There's nothing that makes me want to do that. Because guess what? They can't make that decision for themselves. They do not know what ramifications come with shit like that. I, again, would rather share a drink with someone, communicate, talk, and, you know, make jokes and laugh and get to know a consenting fucking adult and someone who's over the age of 21, by the way, so we can have those drinks and then come back to my place or go back to his place and just fuck each other's brains out and push my buttons and I'll push yours. That's point blank period, what I would like to do, but I don't think that that these people should get off scot-free. This has been happening for too fucking long. These people need to be arrested. These people need to be tried for the shit that they think that they're going to get let off for. Just do it. So uh, I'm going to leave that be. I'm going to, again, apologize for being super passionate. But again, it's, especially within sex, this bothers me that this is the shit that's going on. And, you know, it turns people off and it turns... it's it starts to fucking make the sex positivity movement really start to, you know, lose its luster and its fire. And we need to keep that shit going. And that's the most important thing to me. So, so if you can do me a huge favor, go ahead and go on to the, our Instagram, which is at coming C U M M I N G and other stuff. You're going to see the little, album artwork that I put for this episode for aftercare and I want you to comment your thoughts on these uh, either if, if it's the Billie Eilish situation and what people think about that or the shit that's going on with James Charles I would love to hear especially from those who are sex positive and I want to get your thoughts and opinions of that now, before we go, there is one other thing that I want to bring up that I think was very important. I wanted to save it for the end because I wanted to paint a picture of exactly why we're talking about this particular thing. So in February for Black History Month, we were going to start bringing on people and individuals of color who were involved in the sex positivity community, something revolving around sex. There was an individual that we had actually reached out to who we thought would be really great to have on. They were someone who was in the BDSM community. They were a black individual who we thought was like perfect. 
They were a unique non-binary, I believe it's a non-binary individual, and we wanted to get their experience and their side of things, and we thought that they would have a very unique experience. It has brought, been brought to our attention, um, specifically through their Instagram, that they are no longer alive. Uh, their their name is, was Ms. Velvet. I believe the, I think it was referred to as Miss V Chicago is I think their Instagram and that's how we found out. So we're very sad. We hopefully everything, I mean, it breaks our heart that we are losing these individuals who, who was a dominatrix, part of the black, uh, was a practitioner of the black liberation and was like a sex and pleasure educator. And it really like breaks our heart that this is, that we have to lose someone and someone we really wanted to talk to and get their unique experience. So if you have an opportunity, please go ahead and head over to their Instagram, which is at Miss V, M-I-S-S, the letter V, Chicago, C-H-I-C-A-G-O, Follow, give support, do what you can, continue on this love. This is absolutely important and it's something that we need to continue talking about and continue to lift and continue to support those of us who love sex. We love it and don't want to see anybody else hurt because of it and we'll go from there. So thank you very much for catching in and tuning in to this episode of Aftercare. If you like this series, please like it. If you haven't done so, please follow our show. If you are most of our platforms that we're on, you can follow us. So please go ahead and do that for us. That would mean the world to us. If you can also, if you are on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor and review, leave a review. Tell us if you enjoy the show, what you like about the show. That helps us get out into the world. We want to be able to push this out to as many people as we can. And and doing that alone would greatly help us. So thank you so much for tuning into another scintillating episode of Aftercare. I am your favorite Gunkle Forst, and I will see you around sometime. Come again soon. <laughs>